0: Father, we ask you, Holy Spirit, to direct these words today, Lord. Let your rivers of living water flow out of our out of the out of, out of the belly, out of your belly, God, out of out of our spirit, God, out of us, O God. Father God, out of me today, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, let the spirit of prophecy come, Father God, let the spirit of wisdom and revelation abide in us and through us and all around us. Father, we ask for wisdom. Father God, we ask, we ask, we ask for living water, O God. Father, continuously flowing an abundance father we're thirsty for you fill us today in jesus mighty name amen today's message is called rivers of living water john 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was god and the word was with word was god and the same was in the beginning with god and the Word was God. All things were made by Him, and without Him there was nothing was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shined in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear, to bear witness of the light, that all men through Him might believe. He was not the light, but He was sent to bear witness of the light. That was the true light which, shone, which lighteth every man that comes into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by Him, and the world knew Him not. He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as received Him, He gave them power to become the sons of God, even unto them even unto them that believe on His name. That's all the way till now, us, right now. Remember these key points as I preach. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. And we behold His glory, the glory as the only begotten, of the Father, full of grace and truth. John, bear witness of him, and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spoke. He that comes after me is preferred before me, for he was before me, and his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. He bore record of John when the Jews sent the priests and the Levites from Jerusalem. And they confessed and denied not, but confessed that I am not the Christ. And they also asked him, What then are they, Elias saith? I am not. Are they a prophet? He answered, No then said unto him who art thou that he may give an answer to them that sent us what sayest thou thyself they said he said i am the voice of one crying in the wilderness make straight the way of the lord john had one message repentance jesus is coming And he was the voice crying in the wilderness, preparing the way. But Jesus said after he comes... See, John, And the Bible says that when Jesus pours out his Spirit, that all of our sons and daughters shall prophesy. Jesus never said for us to go around with only one message. A lot of people have one message, and they say one message all the time. But that's one message is not... Rivers of living water. Rivers are always flowing. The Word had to become flesh to become Spirit in us. First, John 38, uh 38. He that believes on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water constantly flowing rivers plural of living that means the living waters out of his belly out of our belly out of your belly god wants us to have rivers of living water revelation speaks about jesus being the alpha and the omega revelation 1 11 through 20 and then it talks about the seven churches then it talks about the voice he spoke into the saw the seven candlesticks in the midst of the candlesticks was the son of man clothed in the garment, down to his foot and girt, and perhaps with a golden girdle. his head was like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were a flame of fire, and his feet was like fine brass. And he burned. and his voice was the sound of many waters, many waters, many waters. And he had his right hand, seven stars and out of his mouth was a two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shines in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at my feet, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, for I am the first and the last, I I that liveth and was dead, but behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys to hell and death. And I write these things which you have seen, and the things which are and the things which shall be hereafter in the mystery of the seven stars on my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks and the seven angels to the seven churches and the seven candlesticks which saw are the seven churches. Now Jesus said, prophecies out of our belly, proceeding unctions, proclamations of future, proclamations of the unseen realm, a living waters. Second Timothy, he says this: I'm laying the foundation to come after this thing that we're being attacked from. Yea, and all that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things that thou hast learned, and been assured, knowing of whom you have learned them. Has been assured of knowing whom you have learned them, and from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given... By the inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine and reproof, for correction, for instructions in righteousness. Now all scripture was given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is still alive. He's still inside of us. He's the same spirit that gave those men the Scriptures were given by the inspiration. And God, the Holy Spirit is still, this day, inspiring us. Amen. Yeah. And we're still being inspired, and He's still alive, or else the Bible's a lie. Right. And it said, No man, that the man of God, may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto good works. All Scripture is inspired. Inspired means an extra extraordinary quality as of arising from some external creative impulse, they had inspired, okay, and it says, of air, another substance that is breathed in you. Right? Definition of inspiration. Divine influence or action on a person believed to qualify him or her to receive and communicate sacred revelations. The action of power of moving the intellect or in emotions, the act of influencing suggestions and opinions. Then we have First Peter 4. He talks to us about epistles. For as, as then as Christ has suffered for us. Now Peter's not talking to the other disciples. Peter's talking to the church. Let's get this under, under wraps real quick. Suffer for us in the flesh, because Jesus was talking to the, to the disciples, and Jesus was talking to the multitude, and Jesus says he's still talking to us. Likewise, with the same mind, for they have suffered in the flesh that has ceased from sin, that you be no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but unto the will of God. In times past, you lived like the Gentiles in lascivious revelings, excess, banquetings, abominable idolatries, and you run and not with them to the excess of riot, and so they speaking evil of you. Who shall give an account to him is ready to judge the quick and the dead. For this cause was the gospel preached. The gospel is not just one message. The gospel is the prophetic words of Jesus Christ. See, we've turned the gospel into being one message. Died and rose again to come and receive him. But the gospel is the, the news of Jesus Christ. All that he did and all that he says. The God that judged according to men... In the flesh and live according to the God, live according to God in spirit but to the end of all things but the end of all things is hand but therefore be sober and watch and pray and above all things have fervent charity among yourselves for love shall cover a multitude of sins use hospitality use um, to another without grudging as every man has received the gift. Even so, minister as the same one to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man, any man, not the twelve apostles only, if any man that's been born again, we know that's a believer, that's following Jesus, that has the Holy Spirit, that has the Holy Spirit in them, If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do the ability which he's, God gives it, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom he prays and dominion forever and ever. Oracles. What does this mean? Oracle is a priest or an acting of a medium between to bring advice or prophecy sought from God's in, in antiquity, a response or message given by an oracle, a typical that is ambitious. So, and it says an utterance, and then it says seer, and it says of authority. And remember, they said, Jesus, you don't speak as the scribes and the Pharisees, but you speak as one with authority. You speak as you're speaking from God, of God, and it is a sounding as God, because He said, What I speak, I tell you what my Father says. I do what my Father does. And Jesus is inside of us now. And then, I don't know if I've put this in, but then we also have Living Epistle. I think I'm gonna to get to that and a an epistle is a letter, a series of letters or a book, and it says New Testament reform or, or a letter so an epistle is a writing. So he says, Fervent in love, if any man speak, let him speak the oracles of God. If any man, he didn't just say the twelve, Peter didn't say just me. Any man speak, let him do it as the ability which God gives. God in all things may be glorified. Beloved, think not strange concerning the fire trial that shall try you, it's already happening, he says. But rejoice in so much of your partakers in Christ's suffering. Because when you begin to speak the oracles of God, you begin to get persecuted just like Jesus did. And you begin to get persecuted even by the Pharisees and the religious dead people, even among you now. There are people that are in the church, that go to church, that go in buildings and read a Bible, that don't believe that God is alive right now and the Holy Spirit and the gifts are activated in us and, and are for today. And we're going to get into that. If you be reproached in the name, uh, for the name of Christ, happy ye are, for the Spirit of glory and God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none suffer for as a murderer, a thief, or as an evildoer, a busybody, in any other, other man's matters. If any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him be glorify God in, on his behalf. For the time shall come... That judgment must begin in the house of God. And if it first began at us, what so obviously he's speaking to the house of God, which is not a building, it's a sect of people, a group of people. What shall the end be for them that obey not the gospel of God? So it's not even the gospel of, of 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 only the cross, in which Jesus, its the gospel of God. It's the word of God. All Scripture is given by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit to edify, to exhort, to correct, to um, and rebuke, and all of those things. And if the righteous scar- scarcely scarcely are saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping their own souls to Him in well-doing, as unto the faithful Creator. Also, the oracle is an utterance, an amb- ambiguous, obscure, given by a priest. We know a priest is a mediator between us and God. No longer do we need a priest. Jesus became the high priest that we no longer need to go to a priest. That's why denominations on the earth that put man in between, that you have to see some kind of man that's living on the earth to talk to God. It's not of the Bible anymore because Jesus became the advocate and the mediator between us and God because of His blood on the cross. So the Holy Spirit in us is actually the one that connects us to God that we are able to speak to him and he speaks to us that's why we, he's inside of us and he can speak to us and they don't believe that people don't also believe that we can hear God and they mock and mimic people they say God told me or I heard this from God because we're not saying God spoke from the throne although he can do that he can do whatever he wants we're talking about speaking to our spirit from the spirit of truth that's inside of us, that abides in us. And as we abide in him, we bear fruit. That fruit that comes from him comes from God. And if he's inside of us, then how can we not have what he has endowed d- us to have? So it's an agent and a medium given such response to the person who delivers an authoritative and wise and high regarded, influential pronouncements, a divine communication of revelation. Any person or thing serving the agency of divine communication. And also, these same people, they call themselves sensationalist—and there's thousands and there's thousands and thousands of them, and they come against, they bring division, and they come against anyone moving in any type of spiritual dominion or authority or gifts of the Holy Spirit. And they are like the modern-day Pharisees and Sadducees of Jesus' time. It was only the Pharisees and the Sadducees that accounted everything that Jesus did of the devil and they're now doing the same thing because they have their own theology and their own mindsets and they worship the dead letter without letting the spirit bring revelation and truth and they don't believe that inspiration comes out so the preachers that they actually sit under and listen to are dead preachers because they're preaching a dead Bible and if you preach a dead Bible, then you're dead because the Bible is alive. And if God has given you the unction to preach from it, then your words shall be rivers of living water as well. Just as they spoke and taught as Paul did in the Old Testament. Because God is alive, alive in us and he does not say he's not alive and falls asleep now that, because we're not the twelve apostles. So we have gifts that, we, that they know not of, but they read them in there, but they say they've been done away with. And this type of um, definition of this thing, because I've been sending out, and then we did the speaking in tongues, and oh boy, the things that come from Christians, and I go to their page, and they're just writing scripture all day long on their thing. Letter, letter, letter. But the God said, without the Spirit, the letter's dead. So Paul said that, that is, the letter was inspired by the Holy Spirit, but let's get the let's pick the letter back up and let it be inspired by the Holy Spirit and be alive again. Paul said that that the letter kills, but the Spirit brings life. It is the uh, the Spirit on the Word of God, and the Spirit is not dead; He's alive. And Jesus is the Word that became flesh. He had to die on the cross so that He, we could also be living epistles. So He said, "It's um, this thing." sensationalism. I don't know if anyone's heard about that. I'm learning a lot about it because I find out these are the type of people that attack anything. And then they use ministers that aren't perfect or ministers that fell or ministers that have, um, you know, fallen in affairs or done that, that they throw the gift away. But what they don't understand, gifts and callings are without repentance. So if God gives me a gift and I fall off, the, off, off track or fall, the gift's not taken from me. The gift will get contaminated. It won't be pure, but it's still a gift. But there is a pure gift. There is a pure bride and there is a pure people that want what God wants and that is walking in holiness and wants to bring the sound and have a clean clean um, um, channel that God can flow through. But the gifts do not make And do not make us perfect, as one would say, well, I knew someone that spoke in tongues or prayed in tongues, and they did this, this, and this, and now they're dead. I'm like, yeah, so what? God never said the gifts that He gives you changes us. God said that the Word changes us, and the submission to the power of the Holy Spirit is the grace that makes us sons in God. If we get gifts, and all of a sudden we decide after we get these gifts... In these things that we want to do our own thing, and we don't want to obey the Word of God, and we want to fornicate and do these things, the gift it doesn't go anywhere. It gets contaminated, and you become a charlatan or a But That does not throw away the baby with the bathwater, and that's what they do. And they what they do is they're unbelieving believers that end up uh, making people afraid of the Holy Spirit. And they are just like the Pharisees and Sadducees, Sadducees of Jesus' time, they're out there today and they're religious because all they do is try to quote scripture and they don't know it. And Paul said, the word of God is not in word only but in power. So if the Holy Spirit's not home, what is the power that we're talking about? So everything, salvation still happens but all the rest of the stuff can't. That's ridiculous and insanity. And they believe that because some man on pulpit with a body of people behind him doesn't have this so they have to make an excuse on why they don't speak in tongues, why they don't prophesy, why nobody's getting healed, and nobody's being delivered. So you have to find out, and it catches on fire, because God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And religion puffs you up, and knowledge does as well. So these theologians and all these people that have been sent to Bible seminaries and been baptized in the spirit of religion come out and hire people and hire hirelings to enter to. Uh, bring the word without the true revelation of Jesus Christ nor the power to back it and this is not what God had planned for us. He planned, planned, that's why we're going to go line upon line and uh, preset upon precept of what the Word of God says. And these people that read those things like tongues, well, really long thing because you got to, and everyone that read the whole thing understands it's being delivered and sees the truth, but these people read three, two or three paragraphs that doesn't line up with their theology and their mindsets, and then they start to come and attack because they're not open anymore, because they've shut themselves off because of what they've been doctrinated in that's why it's demonic indoctrinations and that's why we get different kind and most of them are or i'm sorry but they're baptists most of them because i go over there and check what what go to their page and see what's going on sometimes who the heck and most of the time they're baptist so and then of course the baptists make fun of the pentecostals and whatever because of the things of the Holy Spirit. Yes, the devil comes in and contaminates and makes things, uh, you know, look stupid and stuff because that's what he does. Of course he's going to want to make the real. He wants to make Jesus look stupid. Of course he wants to make things look like they're foolish and fake. But there is a real God. There is a serious thing, and the Holy Spirit is alive. And I don't care what anyone says. No one can take what has happened to us away from us. So what they do... Is, this is what they do. They sit there, they read the Bible for 20 years and all that, and they want to go and take a whole room full of people, uh, 500, 10,000, 6,000, 20 million people, whatever it is, and they're teaching on something. It's like, this is what it's like. <clears throat> the author of the Bible now claimed and is inside of us and baptized us, so we're we get to know all about it, and then we actually had that happen. So when the baptism of fire and, and the Holy Spirit comes on us, and we begin to speak in tongues and different things, and we're like, okay, now we understand what the scriptures say. It's not just something we're trying to read and figure it out. It so. We began to write the book, like the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, like they did. All Scripture was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Those men and women had the Holy Spirit, and they understood the Holy Spirit. And then they wrote all these things. And then people picked them up later, years gone. And now we take these, these letters, and we pick them up. But these other group of people, like let's say you're writing a biography about your grandfather. And you grew up with your grandfather, and you ended up writing a book about your grandfather when he died, But, and you knew all about him, but you only wrote the things you really wanted to write about him, but you know a lot more about him because you're in, you were in a relationship with him. There were secrets about him. There were things you knew about him, but you wrote what you needed to about him to tell how he was and what he is, and, and then all of a sudden, you you... You you have this book, and then someone else comes along, the Baptist, or 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 the, or the dead works, or the sensationalist, and they read it for twenty years, and but they've never had the experience. They've never had spent the time with them. They've never had the encounters, and, and, and the divine appointments, and the secret conversations, and the things to tell them what about. And then they sit and they want to tell everybody about your grandfather, that you actually wrote this cuz the spirit the inspiration of the holy spirit's inside of you but they don't believe in the baptism of the holy spirit you get it all at salvation so then all of a sudden they're telling everybody what they think about a relationship that they learned out of a the book they might know so much about what the book says but now you wrote the book and you but you knew the person personally that you wrote the book about who do you want to listen to about that thing so then what they'll say is that thing is not even true. How can you say it's true? This is my book. He's the author and he's one with me. So you're trying to tell me something as a third-party recipient, as someone that died many years ago and you picked up a book about their life. Yeah, you might know a lot more than someone that never picked up the book and read about that person. But don't tell me you know more about that person than the actual person that's in relationship and had the experience and got the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So then when you say about tongues is gibberish and of the devil and there's no more healing, you're a liar and a thief and you need to be exposed by the spirit of god because you don't know the word you only know the letter in your own mindset of your religious theology and your word is dead because when the paul said i don't the word then the letter kills and paul said that the spirit of life abides in us and jesus said that through in our belly shall flow rivers of living water then he said that the gospel is not in word only so the word but in power and when he moves he moves So you mean he just came and he's staying here now he just shuts down all the gifts but he's just here to do one thing? No. We're going to learn more right now because I'm only on page... a few. I'm lost now. Ephesians 4. No. Let's go back here. And he said, and feeling themselves in lasciviousness and then he says, And put on the formal conversations, but be angry, and sin not, and don't let the sun go down, neither give place to the devil. Wherefore, putting away evil speaking, and put on the new man, and be renewed in in the spirit of your mind. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind to think and talk and act like Christ so he can actually let that come through you. Let him steal, steal no more. Let no corrupt communication. It goes on and on. And grieve not the Holy Spirit. Who was Peter talking about, right? This is Peter, right, still? Ephesians 4, that's Ephesians. So that's Paul? Yep, Paul. That's what Paul was talking about, right? So who was Paul talking to? Paul was one of the twelve. He wasn't ministering to the other eleven, or, or the other, he was talking to the church as well. These letters are for the church. You're saying, so once the letters were written, in it, but see, what you're saying once the letters were written, that it stopped, but the letters are written for the future to come. So how can you say that, how can you try to keep killing the letter that is supposed to be alive? And he says this, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, where you are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you, and all malice. Be kind and tender hearted one towards another. Where I had that, the Creationalist definition. Where is that? Did I, did I say it? It's over here. I don't know how it got on page... Alright, here we go. Sorry. I started flipping these pages around. Now I got lost. Oh, the concept amongst most Christians... Then it even says most. And isn't that horrible? They say this is what most Christians think. Amongst most Christians that the works of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, prophecy, healing, and miracles are ceased... At this, at at some point in history, and that that's horrible. That's saying that God's not doing anything anymore. Well, they said salvation is the biggest miracle. So, if that's a miracle too, how does that how does that how do you answer that one? And how do you answer what many of us that are casting out demons, healing the sick, and speaking with with tongues that we're all the devil? That's very dangerous. Uh, place it 's called Blasphemy in the Holy Spirit, and the Pharisees and the Sadducees did that as well, so I warn you now, be careful because you might be coming against the God that you say you serve because you come against the dry letter, but you your works are dead, and your mind is set not on things above but things of 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 this world and the carnality and you 're separating yourself from God. And it says here. And John Ephesians 4 says, "Therefore, prisoner of Jesus Christ, and dare to keep the unity of the spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. In the bond of peace, there is one body, one spirit, even are all called to one hope and one calling. one Lord, one faith and one baptism. One God, one Father of us all, who is above all, through all, and in all. But every one of us is given the grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, When he ascended on high, he gave led captivity to captive, and he gave gifts unto men. Now we see that he ascended to, into the depths first to the lower parts of the earth. He that descended on the same that ascended from far above all heaven that might fulfill all things. And he gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, and some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. Now they say, but they call their leaders still pastors, but don't get that one. But they say that the gifts are gone. But... They tell us to go evangelize, but you can't have the gift of evangelism. They are all about giving out tracts and, and things, but they're against the power of God. So that these gifts are getting for the perfectness. Are the saints perfected yet? No. For the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Do we still need to be edified? Yes. So we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son and the God of the perfect man and to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. When we have many rivers of living water. when his vo- I, believe, I know that his voice is like many waters and it can shake the whole, but I just got a revelation this morning about his voice on the earth. John was the voice of one. Now the Holy Spirit is... In all of us, and if we're all supposed to prophesy, and and on the last days we're gonna spree, we're gonna speak, and rivers of living water are supposed to flow out of our bellies, and we're supposed to prophesy of Jesus and speak of Him. And Jesus said, if they don't receive you, it's it's uh, dust your feet because it's me they're rejecting. Why? Because you're speaking of Him from Him and to them, because that's where the power comes. We don't have any power unless it's his. it's not our words but his words. He said, if they reject you, they reject me. Dust your feet and go on your way. Because there are going to be religious people and they're out there today. And they call them a brood of vipers. And that's what they are. Because they know not what the thing, because pride and, and knowledge puffs them up and they think they want to know everything out of a letter but without the Holy Spirit there's only so much you can get about reading something and that's why these people that are so in love with reading they read everything anyway it's like we just and this and that and they know all about what type of water it was and what time of season it was where this was and this cactus meant that and that rock meant that and this is that and then they go back and they impress everybody with their wisdom of man all that they have no power when it's done and everybody's so impressed with their flattering words and then they say that the holy spirit has ceased and they then everyone uh, worships the 12 apostles because how great they were to be the ones that be able to have the holy spirit it's all a bunch of rubbish god is alive and it's like the voice of many waters, many waters, for the perfecting of the saints, till we all come into the stature. Are we all in the stature of the measure of Christ yet? No. So God wants us to get to where we all be many waters, and that's in Revelation. When He comes back, He's going to have the voice of many waters. Then henceforth be no children. Be, then will be no more tossed, throw by the Baptist or the religious. What's that word? this cessationisms, whatever they are. And I want to cry. I'm mad at people that think, call themselves Christians. I'm mad at Pharisees and Sadducees that get in the way of Jesus. That want to kill him and stone him, and they want to stop the works, and they want to call what he does the devil. You better believe it. I have a zeal for the Holy Spirit. I have a zeal for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I have a zeal to see people saved and miracles to happen. I have a zeal for uh, the curse to be broken. I have a zeal for demons to be cast out. I have a zeal for the, for the works of the Holy Spirit. And they just have a zeal for no- knowing more of Nothing. Paul said, I choose to know nothing but Christ crucified and the power of His resurrection. The power of His resurrection is still the power of the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit is no longer, then what is the Spirit that's going that's in us that's going to mortify our dead body and raise us from the dead? I say, okay, I left. I'm coming back. He didn't say He leaves and comes back. He said He will be with the bride until the end. Yeah. Speaking the truth in love, let us grow up into all things, which is the head, even Christ. From whom the whole body fitly joined to the a Packed together every joint supply, let the effectual working of the measure of every part make it increase to the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk no more as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their own mind. Having the understand, your understanding dark and be alienated from the life of God. Living waters. Not dead pools of religion. Living waters. From the life of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. The Word was with God, and in Him was the Word. And even every word he says is still going forth and going forth and going forth. It's proceeding and proceeding and proceeding and proceeding. Who being past feeling have Given ourselves unto lasciviousness, but no more. But you have not so learned Christ. But as you have heard and have been taught of Him as the truth in Jesus, that you put off the old conversations of the old man and the deceitfulness of this lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. There you go. and, And put on the new man, which is God created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore, putting away lying, speaking evil to his neighbor. It goes on and on. Let all, fill, all those things be put away. And be ye kind and of one. John 7, 33 to 50. Well, I'm flying through this. I'm already on page 10. Then he said, Jesus unto them, Yet a little while I am with you. And 10 pages of scripture. There's no notes. So, we say, where did that come from? It's from the Bible and shall seek me and shall not find me and where I am neither can you come then the jews among themselves whether they go whether she come what is he saying because they don't have the holy spirit yet and the disciples didn't know most of the time what he was saying because he would say what when the spirit of truth comes you'll understand that so i'm saying these things to these caesar and you so the holy spirit when he comes he'll bring to remembrance what i have said to you and you'll come into recollection of it and even us as christians and believers as we read our bible and as we walk in truth and As we, in relationship to the Holy Spirit, even when they take us before councils and before the synagogues and before religious people and the Antichrist and all these things, He said, Do not say anything, I'll give you. Don't worry about what you're going to say. Why? Because the Spirit of living water will be inside of you and the Spirit of living water will flow out of you and they'll be confounded at what you say and what you say will be Him speaking through you because He's the voice of living waters. It's Jesus inside of you. But I guess that won't happen anymore either. You won't be taken in the line. So it was just through the times of the apostles. This is foolish, foolish teaching, and 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 there's going to be baby Christians, baby Baptists, and baby other denominational uh, Christians that are going to get a hold of this, and they're going to start to, they're going to come out in droves because this Holy Spirit's going to deliver them from this type of uh, spiritual. Adultery, this type of spiritual um, molestation of, of keeping people away from the Holy Spirit that God, Jesus died for us to have with us. Keeping them in fear of, of the things of the supernatural. Keeping them in fear of, of getting things from God because it might be the devil. Jesus said, he said, ask anything with your good father, give you anything that's evil if I, you ask him. Quit looking at flesh and get your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And He is spirit and He is life. And He said, I have made you clean through the word and the spirit. And He said, worship me in spirit and in truth, not just in a letter. And saying that this, He said, He said, you shall seek me and you will not find me. And whether I will go, you cannot come. And in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, Who's thirsty here? I'm thirsty. Let him come unto me and drink. And then he also said before, Come unto me and drink. And he said to the woman of the well, You will never thirst again, because it will be overflow. Rivers of living water will keep flowing. But he said there's not only one way it flows. He that believes on me, and the scripture has said it, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So out of your belly, you're going to drink Jesus. And then he also said, if Jesus is speaking to you, then living waters can go right into other people as we're preaching. Living waters. Let us live by every word that proceeds. If you look up "proceed," it's never, it's always moving. It's always going forth. The, uh, we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Not every, he never said every word we read out of the Bible, but every pro, word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Did God stop speaking? Well, to many people, he did, be, but he didn't stop speaking to many people. He did because, in they they began. He said, "Those that have ears to hear, hear what the Spirit is saying." That's also, and that's in Revelations. But we say, well, we're not there yet, so, but if we're not there and we are there, because he said, where are we in that prophecy? Then he says, he's he speaking to the church. Those that have ears to hear, the, the Spirit is saying, not John, not Paul, not Peter, what the Spirit is saying to the church. He didn't put a person on it, and he didn't even say, because Jesus said, I'm going to send my spirit. And many people, therefore, when he had heard the sayings, and he said this, but they spoke. And he spoke of that. Now here we go. But but this he spoke, he of the Spirit. This is proceeding after, out out of anyone that believes, so it wasn't just the apostles, and all that believes out of their belly shall flow, as the scripture said, river, belly, Rivers of living water. And then in parentheses, they're trying to explain now the Bible because it's one of those things. Let me explain because, like, what is she talking about? Well, then they have the thing there, you know, when you want to say, like, Yeshua and then Jesus, or, you know, you're explaining who that is or something, it's like this is what they did. But he spoke of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. There it is. There's proof right there. The Holy Ghost was not yet given. Okay. There's the proof right there. Because that Jesus was not yet glorified. So Jesus is speaking of us and of the apostles and of the whole 120 that were in the upper room. And they went on. So you say, okay, yeah, well, they got it. But before it's the 12, well, we can say maybe that we see that now that but once those 120 died, the gifts and the, all that stopped. Well, that means God died because it's living waters. And the waters keep living even when our flesh dies. Many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying, said of a truth, this man is a prophet. Why can't the Baptists and all the... What is that word? Sensationist, Sensationist? And all the sensationists. that he was truly a prophet. Others said, this is Christ. But some said, shall Christ shall not come out of Galilee? Shall Christ come out of Galilee? Has not the scripture said, Christ cometh the seed of David and out of the town of Bethlehem where David was? Now, I thought that's where he was born. Little manger in Bethlehem. So they must not known him really. So there was a division among the people because of him. And some of them would have taken him. See, they only said to the people everybody was about ready to believe Jesus. And here comes the sensationalist. Here comes the the suits, the the the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the religious people, the people that got the letter and they're trying to figure it out here and wait because they don't understand that he went he grew up maybe in Galilee or wherever but he actually was born in a certain place and everyone that you know knew him knew that but the people that don't know him won't really know kind of because it wasn't written there but everyone that really knew Jesus say, he was born there you know he told you he was born there just like that same parallel I just told you about the grandfather right so, what happened after this? When the Pharisees, the sensationalists, the, 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 the denominationalists, they said this. Has not the scripture said that Christ coming? Doesn't it say this? Or didn't my pastor say this? Or didn't this? And didn't the Baptist say this? And then he said there was a division among the people. Right? Now that's why you want to know why there's all this division. Because people aren't receiving the Holy Spirit. And there was a division among the people because of him. Because of what? Him? Was it the guy that said that? Or what him are they talking about? And some of them would have taken him, but no man had laid hands on him. And here come the officers and the chief priests and the Pharisees, and they said unto him, Why art thou not, not brought him? The officers answered. Never, no man spoke like this man. I don't know, it was great, but then this, you know, this this theologian, you know, this Pharisee, this scribe, this he said something, and it's confused us all, and now we don't know what. <laughs> all out there on Facebook, all out there in the big buildings with the big steeples and stuff. You know? Everything was going good. We were all believing, and then somebody said something, and... You know? And it was true. He was born in Bethlehem, but who said he was born in Galilee? Nobody said. He's just from there. Nobody knew that. And the officers then said, Never no man was spoke like him. Now I'm confused. And then people are going to get confused when they hear this because then they're going to be with this. You just got to open your heart and believe. And he answered them, and the Pharisees, the Baptists, said, Are ye also deceived? Have any of the rulers of the Pharisees believed on him? Question. But the people who knoweth not the law are cursed. And they said, but Nicodemus said unto them, and in the parentheses, you know, the guy that came at night in secret, and the really one, the believer amongst all the unbelievers. That's what we're preaching this for. That's why we're doing oracles. That's why we're bringing up these type of messages. We all know with it, but there's so many people that don't know it. So it's not just about us if we know something, but it's not don't be greedy, it's about those that don't. Because someone like Nicodemus, he's ready to believe something different. And he came to Jesus by night, being one of them. Like There's going to be many coming, and many are. And many are being converted and understanding and believing. Does our law judge any man before it hear him? And know that he doeth? They answered and said unto him, Art thou of Galilee, also of Galilee? Search and look, for out of Galilee arise no prophet. And every man went to his own house. Why didn't they go ask him? Why don't they ask us really what you know, we believe and personally, why don't they ask? And then he lays it out. Mark 16, 13 through 20. and they went and told it unto the residue, the, the residue, you know. there was a few people left after Jesus went on the cross and was taken and beaten and went in the tomb and and he, 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 he's come back, coming back now and believed on them. and afterward afterward. He appeared unto the eleven, and they sat at meat and unbraided. Then in which, in their unbelief, and the hardness of their heart. When you began to get your heart hardened, you begin to become an unbeliever too. You can get a hard heart from doing all kinds of things. Because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go, yea, into all the world. Now here's Jesus coming back. And now he's going to leave them the spirit that he promised. He said, Go into all the world. Preach the gospel to every creature. Now how come we, we still do that? But the other things we don't do. But he told us to do them. But he's saying he's just talking to them. So then, if he was just talking to them, why are we still preaching the gospel then? Huh, yeah. Right. It's ridiculous, I would say. But they won't even read the whole thing. They've been so, it's mindset. So then they're demonizing Jesus. They're blaspheming the Holy Spirit. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believes not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. So he's saying, go and preach the gospel to all the world, then to those that preach and those that believe shall be saved. That's everybody, right? And then that believe in my name shall cast out devils, shall speak with new tongues, and they shall take up serpents, and they shall drink any dead thing, it shall not hurt them, and they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So, and it's funny too. Paul was teaching the whole church about the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Jesus wasn't just teaching the 12 apostles about the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Why would Paul waste all that time and all those letters to teach a church then, but now it's not for a church now? Can't we understand some things just don't add up? And you believe that? So if you believe all that, why are you going to believe anything else they say? they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them and they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover so then after the Lord had spoken unto them he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God and see that what they use is the Antichrist will come and he'll show lying signs and wonders and he will do these mighty things and he will yeah but there's also because there's a real yeah he's deceiving people but God's still doing what He does, too. you got to know the difference. That's why you got to know the real. Now you're going to be afraid of everything. But you're still not going to have the real. And they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them. So now what you're saying is, we just go preach everywhere, but now the wor- Lord's not going to work with us. What was He working with them? Healing the sick, prophesying, laying, laying hands on the sick, Uh, Speaking with new tongues, uh, doing miracles, doing the things that, that they were doing. The Word came in power, so He was with them to bring the power after the Word. So He's there in spirit. So the Lord went working with them, confirming the Word with signs following. The power following. So they say that's not happening no more. No more signs. Oh wow. So we don't have the confirmation of any proof that anyone has anything going on. That's why people don't know if anyone's really saved or do not saved because they're just telling them they're saved because it's a dead letter and you just got to come to this building and, you know, and believe us and if you're in our group, you're saved. That doesn't make us saved. You must be born again. And then Jesus commands us to be baptized into the Holy Spirit and to have as much of Him as we can. So, the Lord working with them, well, did He walk with them forever? No, then He went back up. So He's talking about the Spirit that he left and confirming the word with signs following. Now let's read John 16. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth is expedient. Now he's telling them before he went. Now we're going to talk some more about the Spirit. Now we know John's writing a letter to the church in full. The 12 Gospels, we have determined this. They might say Paul's we have determined that the 12, the 12 Gospels are the testimony of Jesus. They're to be preached and taught until Jesus returns. So obviously, we're, if we're the church, He's speaking to us as well. Nevertheless, the expedient that I go away. If I don't go, not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. So you're saying just the first church gets comforting and not us? That's not fair. And when the com- he comes, he will reprove the world of sin. So he's not here reproving the world of sin anymore. Okay. And of righteousness and of judgment. And of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteous because I go to the Father. And you see me no more. And of judgment, because the Prince of the World is judged. Remember, we call I said, if you're not if 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 my father not becomes is not your father and becomes your father, then your father's the devil. So you're already judged. You're just waiting to be judged in final judgment. And righteousness because I go to the Father and you see me no more. And I have yet many things to say unto you. Oh, more than what you wrote here, Jesus? Oh, interesting. Thank you. So there's, it's, it's, it's actually can be very inspiring and be very good. So... Many things I want to say unto you. But you cannot bear them now. Why? Because I need to put my spirit in you. You need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And you need to be born again. And you need to be born again. And again. And again. Where a bit the spirit of truth has come... Now what? He went to to give that. He will guide you into all truth. So now we're not getting guided no more? So what's guiding us? Just the letter? No, the letter can't tell you who to marry, who not to marry. The letter can't tell you where to live, where not to live. The letter can't tell you do this and don't do that when you're going to go home. The letter is not Without the Spirit, it's not going to help you as much. It's not going to help you like it's supposed to. He shall not speak of himself, but that's why they get very legalistic if you only have the letter without the Spirit. Because all you understand is what's written. But he says, I want to tell you so many more things, but I can't tell you now, but later I will. And that's what Paul got the whole revelation of the Bride of Christ. And all the different things. And I get, and then they say, well, when he died, but so why did he tell them all about the gifts of the nine gifts? If he died, then if they died with him, just doesn't, it just doesn't add up. And of course, we're witnesses that it doesn't add up. Our life shows it doesn't add up. What we tell people doesn't. But they call us liars. So we testify of him. And they pronounce the works of the devil. And when the Spirit of truth has come, He will guide you into all truth. Not some truth, not a little truth, all truth. And He shall not speak of Himself, but whatsoever He shall hear, He shall speak. And He shall show you things to come. Things to come. Are things still coming? Is He still speaking? And He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and I shall it unto you all these things the father has are mine therefore say that i he that take of mine and shall show it unto you a little while you shall see me and again you shall, a little while you shall shall see me because shall see me because i go to the father Last scripture. John 17. Now we need to explain this. These words Jesus spoke and lifted up his eyes to heaven. He said, Father, my hour is come. Now he's getting ready again to go to the cross in John. The Son of Man shall be glorified. And as thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as that has given Him. And this is eternal life, that they might know Thee, the only true God." How are we supposed to know who is Jesus? He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Who is Jesus? He said, I am love, I am I am... What is truth? Right? And who, what, what is the Spirit He sent? The Spirit of truth. So how do you get to know the truth more if you don't receive the Spirit of Truth, which is the Holy Spirit, which has endowment of gifts with Him? That's who they all come from. And they might know that the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent, I have glorified thee on the earth, and I have finished my work. I have finished the work which you gave me to do. He didn't even go to the cross yet, but he knew he was doing it. He's praying and prophesying. I have glorified Thee on the earth, and I have finished the work which You gave me to do. And now, O Father, glorify Thou me with Thy own self, with the glory which I had with Thee before the world was. I have manifested Thy name unto the men Thou You gave me out of the world. He said to the twelve, I manifest my name unto them. They, and thine they were, and thou gaveth me the, the me then me them me. And they have kept my word. And they have known that all things whatsoever thou hast given me are thee. For I have given unto them the words which thou gave me. And they have received them, and I have known surely that I come out from thee. And they have believed that thou didst send me. I pray for them, I pray not for the world, but for them which you have given me. For they are mine, and all mine are thine, and, my, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them." Okay, and now I come no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those you have given me, that thou might be one as we are one. So the church is, remember, one spirit, one baptism, one Father. That's the whole church. Now he's talking about the twelve and he wants them to be one. Now while I was in the world, I have kept them in thy name. Those that thou hast gaveth me I have kept, and none of them lost but the one son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And now I come to thee, and these things I speak the world that they might have my joy fulfilled in them. Now are we supposed to still have the joy. Joy, peace, and righteous in the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit. Okay. In themselves. I have given them thy word in the world, hate, has hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou should take them out of the world, but that thou should keep them from the evil. They are not of the world even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through the truth. So that Holy Spirit inside of us is not only sanctifying us by the truth, the word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. For their sakes I sanctify myself that I may also might be sanctified through the truth. Remember, last scripture said, I'm going to send the Spirit of truth, and He shall abide. Let's just go back really quick to John 16. Jesus dies on the cross, so He can send the comforter. He says, And when the Spirit of truth is come, He will guide you into all truth. For He shall not speak of Himself, but what shall He shall hear? He shall speak. And He shall show for many things to come. And then it says, and He shall glorify Me. And Then He says, that all those who believe out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So, and for their sakes, I pray, and He says, and for their sakes, I sanctify Myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Neither pray for these alone, Now now I'm not just praying, he's saying for these twelve. All this promise, right? He's saying right here. For these alone, but them also which shall believe on me through the through their word. So I'm praying the same thing happens to them also that believe on me through the word, all them that believe. And then Jesus says in Mark Mark 16. Uh, chapter 16 about all these signs shall fall all them that believe. Because it's not, it's not the signs of the believers, it's the sign of the ones they're believing of. Okay. That they believe on me through their word that they all may be one. Now all of us being one, we cannot be one without the Holy Spirit and the truth. So these doctrines of devils must be eggbollowed exorcist cast out of the church once and for all. Because they're bringing confusion to the to the body and they're bringing division amongst the brethren and God's not going to have anymore and they're going to find their place in hell because they're blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And that's the on, only unforgivable sin. Because what you do when you blaspheme the Holy Spirit you don't trust God. Because you can ask God what is you God if it's you show me. I believe, God, I want the Holy Spirit. He's not going to give you stones. You're really an unbelieving believer. How can you be an unbelieving believer? Because you claim to be a believer in Jesus Christ, but you don't believe His Word. <laughs> but you believe some man's Word. And the glory which you have given me, I have given them. And they may be one, even as we are one. I and them, that's that Spirit, Holy Spirit, and they and me, that they may be made perfect in one. There's no way to become one if we, we're, we're not believing the Holy Spirit. We can be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And the world may know that they that has sent me has loved them and I have loved me. Father, I... That they, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me as I am. And they may behold my glory, all of us, rivers of living water. Not one message, continuously speaking from heaven. Thou may behold my glory, which is, has given me. Thou has loved me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world has not known thee, but I have known thee. And these have known that they has sent me, and I have declared unto them by the name that will declare it. And the love wherewith thou has loved me may be in them as I in them. And the one thing they always want to bring up, Jesus said, those that did those things, He's going to say, depart from me, I never knew you, work of iniquity. I told you the gifts... Don't make us one. So they use that to explain that. But you can't use that to take away from everything else that Jesus said. Because, just because people become bad and use the gifts for their own advantage and their work is of iniquity doesn't make the gifts. God will use anybody. We know that. He used a mule to talk to a prophet because the prophet wouldn't speak what God wanted him to say. He, God used anybody, but remember the message God, do not use me, work with me. So I am not a work of iniquity. The gifts and the callings are without repentance. But it doesn't mean there's no gifts, it means they're irrevocable once you get them. So it means you better, you better cherish them, you better protect them, you better honor them, and you better honor, honor God and not be a worker of iniquity. Because, just because what you do doesn't make who you are, you need to be, do, be righteous. And that means the gifts don't change us, it's the Word of God that changes and the power of the Holy Spirit that makes us become the sons of God, which is submission to the Holy Spirit. But if the Spirit of Truth is not in us, what Spirit is in us? The spirit of lies. Truth or lies. Black or white. Right or wrong. There's no other half truth. You can't. You have to have Him. And He will guide you into all truth. And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So Father, we ask You to be glorified in us as You promised in Your Word, Father. Father, we ask You for signs and wonders to, to follow Your Word that people will be set free. People will be healed. People will be delivered. People will be saved, God, according to your word. As your Gospels preached, it's not just one message. It's rivers of living water proceeding from the throne of God. It's, my, it's many waters. It's the voice of many waters. John the Baptist came as the voice of one because the Holy Spirit was not yet poured out. But now we come and all of us have the voice of the Father because the Holy Spirit's been poured out upon the church and he still baptizes in the Holy Spirit and fire because we need that fire. And that's why many in denomination don't, Say we're just gonna live with the sin. We're gonna send you to the chiro, uh, the the uh, psychiatrist, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna counsel you with man's wisdom because there's no more Holy Spirit. You just gotta wait one day. It's just one day, and the by and by, you know, everything will be good and changed. But I have a news for you. God is alive. His word is alive. His word is inside of us. His word is changing us. His His Spirit is in us. He's guiding us into all truth. He's going to guide us away from being deceived from the Antichrist. And we're going to know the Antichrist when he's sitting in the temple, mimicking, pretending to be Jesus when he's walking on the earth and and his ministers are walking here doing signs and wonders. We're going to know who's of God and who's not. And I know that um, Moses had power in 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 the rod. Now we have power in the Holy Spirit. And I know that it, it, Moses' snake ate the other snakes, so there's going to be a power showdown, power in the end times. So don't say the only power is of the devil, because then everybody but you, Baptist, or you, sensationalist, is the only one that that's right. And then there's no power to 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 come against evil. Well, you got to read the book of Revelation because God gives us the power and the fire breathing out of our mouths as witnesses of the Holy Spirit. He says, isn't my word like a flame, like a fire? And, and he says, isn't it like the hammer Jeremiah's prophesying? So, Father, let the rivers of living water continue to flow out of my mouth. I command mouths to be open. I command hearts to be open. I command mindsets to be broken. I command many people coming and receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the fire of the Holy Spirit. No matter what lying tongue has said, we curse every lie. Anyone preaching any other gospel will be cursed, says the Holy Spirit. And we stand with the spirit of truth, knowing that we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, and He shall exalt us in due time. I come against every lying tongue. Lying gospel, every man's theology, man's terminology, and the wisdom of man. He said the gospel is not in word only, but in power. So we release that power right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.